I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Vance. You can call me Shiv. And really thrilled that you have tuned in today to talk about a really important topic that I think is very timely at the moment, which is how do you go from being really flat and exhausted to regaining that sense of flow and energy? And today specifically, I'm going to talk about the three secrets to getting back on track with that, because I believe that if you want to make a good decision around your next career move, around a big decision, you need to be in the best headspace possible. You need to feel relaxed. You need to be in a state where you can actually make those good decisions. And for so many women, we are chronically burnt out and stressed out and overwhelmed. And this is a topic that I think is really paramount to look at first before we can then go and achieve all of our big career ambitions or desires personally. We really need to reclaim our energy so that we have the capacity to be able to chase after what it is that we want. Now, this episode was really inspired off the back of the masterclass that I ran last week. And at the time of recording, I literally just delivered it. And the masterclass was talking about the three secrets to beating burnout. And if you still want to catch that replay, you absolutely can. You can sign up over at SiobhanBarnesLearning.com forward slash burnout hyphen webinar. And I'll pop a link to that over in the show notes so that you can check it out if you would like to get access to that. And that's episode 79 of the podcast. But in the webinar, to give you a very brief snapshot, I was talking about why this really matters, why we need to address burnout. And that's really because if we are to advance women in the workplace, and we're talking about gender equity, we're talking about equality, we're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, That's really difficult to do when there are number one, systemic issues in the workplace. But number two, if we ourselves as individuals are not resourced and energized enough to be able to do something, because that takes time, right? To break the status quo, to challenge current assumptions, that requires a certain amount of energy. And if you are a typical woman, you are likely facing a lot of challenges, right? You're probably feeling like you have a lot to do at the workplace. Maybe you're the one looking after your team. Maybe you're taking that extra time just to check, are they okay? Making sure their mental health is all right. And maybe at home, you're that same person where you're the one managing the household and carrying the mental load of, do I need to get more toilet paper? (laughs) You know, these things add up. And so if we are to hit these SDG goals by 2030 and see equality in the workplace, we ourselves need to be resourced. So today I want to give you three very quick secrets to how you can go from flat and exhausted to flow and energy. Because what I really want for you is to see a path and to have a strategy to get out. 
Because when you're stuck in burnout, and I spoke about this in episode 76 of the podcast, I talked about the road to burnout recovery and how to navigate the 12 stages of burnout. If you want to check that out, please go and check it out. I won't go into it in depth in this particular episode, but when you are in a stage of burnout, and there are varying stages, most of us are in burnout, like early stage burnout, and we don't even realize it's only when we get to the end that we realize we've got to do something. When we're in that stage, it can feel like you're in a forest and a forest that hasn't been clearly marked. You know, like the movies where these people were like dumped in the forest and they had no idea which way to go. And they were just circling and circling, not sure which direction to go in. It can feel a little bit like that. You can like walk around, keep trying things, keep going, but then you find yourself back in the same place. Your to-do list, yes, you've gotten through maybe a third of it, but you still feel really flat. So what I really want to give you today with these three secrets is that pathway out. Just to point you in the direction to say, hey, go in between these trees, clear that path, go and do something in that direction and begin to find your way through to whichever direction is home for you, right? Everyone's got their different direction. So the three secrets are number one, learning how to manage stress and understand stress as well. Because I think stress gets a bad rap. We say, oh, we don't want stress, but actually our bodies are designed to respond to stress. Like that's a very normal human biological response. Ever since we were primates worried about survival, we would be on alert if we saw like a saber-toothed tiger. Those stress responses are very much embedded and encoded into our nervous systems. And that's not gonna go away, right? We're gonna have stresses. You might get that email from a client who is perhaps less than complimentary on, you know, where we are on the project. You might get a dirty look from your boss and wonder, did I do something wrong? Are they not happy with me? You might find that you are in a pitch situation and you have to perform and there's a lot riding on the line and you are stressed. That's very normal. Those stresses are not going to go away. The secret to being able to find that flow and being able to find that sense of empowerment is to learn how to manage stress better. And there is a stress response that happens in our body. Again, if you want to go into this in more depth, go and register for the replay of the webinar that I ran. I spoke about the stress cycle in greater depth and explained what happened. But what we need to do is we need to manage our stress and how to bring ourselves back into homeostasis, right? How do we bring ourselves back? Because what can happen when we're burnt out is we can find ourselves in these really high highs, you know, activation, we're feeling like that fight flight response. And, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning and we can't come down because we're just still in that thinking mode and our bodies are kind of on hyperdrive. And then what can happen is that as a result, we can slump into this parasympathetic relaxation state, which is really good. But then we can go back into a slight sense of freeze, which is actually part of the autonomics of our nervous system. And we can get into a state of chronic freeze where we're not doing anything. We're kind of playing possum. We are playing dead. And that can look like procrastination, not having the energy to get out of bed on the weekends because you're so tired from Monday to Friday. So we want to learn how do we work with our bodies? How do we complete the stress cycle so that we can come back into balance? And so there are many different ways that we can learn to manage stress. But in essence, they come back to how attuned are you to your body and how attuned are you to your body in relation to other bodies? So what do I mean by that? Usual stress management techniques are helpful, like breathing, yoga, exercise, whatever works for you in terms of being in your body. And there's also the relational aspect of being with someone, physically touching, hugging a person or an animal, a pet, or, you know, just laughter and that sense of connection with someone. These things can help us manage the stress response. And it's actually these things that we need to include in our day-to-day routines to bring us back to a sense of balance. 
And in this hustle culture, which says do more, be more productive, it can seem counterintuitive. We might think, oh, I don't have the time to do that. But trust me, it's imperative that you do these items so that you can regulate your nervous system and come back to a state of flow. The second thing that we need to do is also get a little bit more strategic with, you know, designing your life and your career a bit more intentionally. I know when you're in corporate, a lot is out of your control. You cannot control your hours. You cannot control how often you need to perhaps be at your desk. You can't control the deadlines that are coming to you. You can't control your boss's demands and expectations on you or the board, right? That you cannot control. However, you can think about what are the things that I need to include or that I know about myself that can help me work smarter rather than harder. I love this book called Essentialism by Greg McCown. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's about getting really intentional about what is the vital few and how can you get rid of the trivial many? I like protect that in your day. Like how can you begin to incorporate maybe, you know, it's one hour block of solid thinking time and that you can pop that into your diary somehow, or maybe it's quarterly reviews where you actually take yourself off on a Friday and allow yourself to do that review and to get back on track and think about where you're going. Those are very brief examples. Again, I go into that more in the webinar that I ran. So check out that if you'd like to look at that masterclass. The third thing is the stuff that's not necessarily within your control. We've talked about managing stress. You can, you know, be proactive to look at how you can manage that. Number two, you can look at your work-life design. Like what are the tweaks you can make to bring yourself back into working smarter rather than harder? The other aspect, the third piece is really around managing stakeholders. We cannot control other people. That is just a given. We can't control circumstances. We can't control other people. All that we can do is control ourselves, right? And our reaction to things. And so with managing stakeholders, this is about getting really proactive about who is required to interact with in your career, in your job, in order to be quote unquote successful or to get the job done. And equally, who do you need at home to foster that relationship with? to work with so that you are able to move forward in life. I'll give you an example of this. When I was a mentor with the Women's Foundation, we actually did a really cool exercise on stakeholder mapping. And obviously for me, it was very different. I can remember my corporate days and I can remember the stakeholders, you know, vaguely that were important for me. But when I was doing the exercise, I thought, okay, maybe this is a bit less relevant for me because I'm running my own business. I have one person helping me in the business. I'm, you know, pretty small business. And how can this apply to me? And I realized, yes, you can map your stakeholders at work, right? Whether that's your boss or your dotted line manager or whoever you need to interact with in another team, maybe a vertical or, you know, whatever it might be, team members, et cetera. But equally, we need to look at this in terms of your home, right? Like if something happens, I'm going to take my example. For me, if something happens with the kids and, you know, they're sick or my day doesn't go according to plan, that's a contingency I need to plan for. That's a contingency that I can be proactive and on the front foot of managing, right? That goes back to that work-life design but equally managing the stakeholders so that it's not like I'm just going to some person and asking them for help because I need help. It's about fostering that relationship and integrity and thinking about, okay, well, how can I nurture the relationship? Do I need to hire someone? Do I need to pay someone? How can this work? So managing stakeholders is really important and we want to map that and get on the front foot. So today is a real quickie, um, a one that I wanted to record quickly off the back of the masterclass I ran yesterday and to give you those three secrets. Because again, when you are feeling like you are stuck, 
and you're feeling flat and exhausted, just trying to figure out your next step can feel like the most mammoth task can be like trying to push a boulder uphill. And so let these three secrets be that start for you to find that path. Ask yourself, actually, do I need to just think about how I can manage my stress in this moment? Would it be helpful for me to go for a walk around the block or maybe yoga on the weekend is a good idea? Secondly, think about, okay, this might be a bit of a stretch if you're super flat and exhausted, but how can I begin to be a bit more intentional with how I plan my work and how I plan my day? And then thirdly, thinking about maybe if the whole stakeholder mapping is a bit too big, who's that stakeholder that has the biggest influence on my life right now? It's causing me the biggest stress and how can I actually manage them? How can I deal with them? So that's what I have for you today. And I've got two invitations. Number one, if you would like to listen to the masterclass replay, go and sign up over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 79. And equally, that will give you a little bit of a sneak peek into a very special offering that I'm offering to those who've registered for the masterclass. So you can go and check that out and hear a little bit more there, which really talks about these three concepts in greater depth. And number two, if you want a way to manage your stress and to feel what's going on, I am running a non-linear movement class on Tuesday, the 26th of September. And that can be a really great way to manage stress and to begin to build that sensitivity required to manage your stress that I talked about in pillar one. And so I'll pop a link to register for that over in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please remember, you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter.